Welcome to The Intentional Bride, a space created to nurture your heart in God's love. Let's get intentional. Hey and welcome to another episode of The Intentional Bride. Welcome to yet another Sunday. I really give praise, glory, honor to you, Jesus, for this far you have allowed me to come. It's not easy, but I thank you for always being faithful for always giving me words to speak, for always taking over the minute I open my mouth. And I thank you for this is your session. Take control of it in Jesus' name. So faithful, faithful. Last week we talked about God's love being faithful and how he's been faithful for my guest last week because for her, she has seen God come through for her. She has seen him love her even when she wasn't faithful with her relationship with God. And what stood out to me is how much she understood that God loved her and the vastness of that love, you know, penetrated through her and within her. And she understood God's love to be absolutely faithful. It really is a beautiful journey to behold and to be a part of. So today I just wanted to emphasize on what God's faithfulness means to me and how his love has been faithful in my life you know when i think about the word faithfulness and when i've been meditating on this word i think about of i think about how god sent his only son to die for us on the cross of calvary so that he can assure us of how faithful he is by giving us his son as a sacrifice allowing us to have access to have a door to have a doorway that we could access him no matter how flawed we were how no matter how filthy we were no matter how undeserving we were he allowed this to happen god is faithful many times i have struggled with believing that god is faithful in my life i have also struggled with seeing how unique or different I could be in the bigger picture of things and why in a world full of over 6 billion people why this God would consider me worth anything and to just when I, just when I was struggling with some of the things that he said over my life and some of the ways he has promised that he will come through for me and I was like you know what God I thank you for the word it's encouraging it's all this but I really do not see how you're going to do this for me. I do not see the way. God reminded me about the spies that were sent by Moses into the land of Canaan to spy on the promise of God. You can imagine by the time they were sent to see what God was up to or to see the land that God was sending them to. There must have been a sense of defeat, a sense of loss from all the years in the desert already. Just a sense of I don't think this is going to change. I think this is it. And so Moses was instructed to send these spies and he sent the spies to check out, to confirm. How many of you have had a word from God and they just want that confirmation? And they go on the internet or whatever resource they have available to them and they want to see, is this really true? God, is, are you really able to do this thing for me? Is there even a way, an inclination an understanding that I have that for sure you're going to come through with this promise. And this has been my week. I have been struggling, struggling, struggling. 
and god this 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 word is timely and my interview last week was also timely for my heart because i now understand that god is faithful so i'll take us back to numbers 13 and before i get into it i just want to contextualize for those who have no idea what i'm talking about we have this group of people the children of israel they've been held in captivity by the egyptians for years and now god has set them free he sent moses plague after plague after plague to let them to release them from the hands of their captors and so now they are free they are walking in the in the wilderness on their way to to canaan and so we we come into a situation where moses sends them out to spy on the land of canaan and see what the people how the people are who dwell in the land behave and how they are and just basically understand is the land rich is the land poor they've had so many stories from god but now they wanted to see with their own eyes and at the end of the 40 days according to numbers 13 25 at the end of the 40 days they returned from spying out the land and they came to moses and aaron and to all the congregation of people of in the of israel in the wilderness of paran they brought back word to them and to all congregation showing them the fruit of the land and they said to him we came to the land which you sent us it flows with milk and honey and this is its fruit however the people who dwell in the land are strong and the cities are fortified and very large and besides we saw that the descendants of anak are there the amalekites dwell in the land of negeb the hittites the jebusites and the amorites fast forward we see in verse 30 caleb quieted the people before moses and said let us go up at once and occupy it for we are well able to overcome it then the men who had gone with him said no we're not able to stand up against the people that are there they're stronger than we are so they brought the people of israel a bad report on the land which they had spied out now let me tell you why this blew my mind these people god has seen them through some things huh? they were slaves they were absolutely bound for hundreds of years and god had removed them and it wasn't that moses had gone to the to pharaoh and said hey you know i've just come for these people let them go and then pharaoh is like yeah yeah awesome yeah you just take them you go worship god do your thing that's fine enjoy your life it wasn't like that it was so bad it was so bad that disaster after disaster had to happen for pharaoh to get to the place of desperation to release these people and even after releasing them he pursued them and the red sea was parted and like the story says they passed through the sea and their enemies were drowned and defeated and so now they've walked in the wilderness and they've gotten to the promised land this god that they served was physically with them they had a physical manifestation of his presence in the daytime he was a cloud that covered them from the from the vicious sun and in the night he was a pillar of fire that kept them from the extreme cold 
and the harsh conditions that came with night weather. So this God had been with them as of that morning of the 40th day from when the spies had come back. This God had just switched from fire to cloud. And but what happens? The spies that are supposed to go back, go out and come back and say, you know what, guys, those guys are very strong. They're massive. They're this, they're that. But God, he's seen us through. He's seen us through. These people had experienced him firsthand. And I just felt challenged in my heart because I'm like, God, oh my God, I'm the bad spy. I'm the spy that doesn't believe that you're able to do it. I'm the spy that's looking at your promise and thinking, thank you for the promise. I appreciate the promise, but I don't see how you're going to bring that to pass. Also, I don't see why I'm unique. I don't see why I'm special. I don't understand it. And because I don't understand it, the the descendants of those who are way superior to me live in that land of promise. And therefore, I cannot access that land of promise. And then it hit me, no need, you're the negative spy. You're the spy with a bad report. I, I, how so badly I have read this story so many times and I'm like, guys, you spies, you had a bad attitude. God had seen you through. You had no reason to be doubting. And then it dawned on me that I was just as bad. I was a bad spy. And it got me into a space of, you know, meditation and reflecting. And I was like, God, why would I doubt your faithfulness? Faithfulness. Faithfulness comes from a place of trust and loyalty. Hebrews 11 says that faith is the confidence in what we hope for and the assurance about what we do not see. The assurance about what we do not see. The dictionary, the English dictionary defines faithfulness to be true to one's word, keeps promises, vows, steady in allegiance or affection, loyal constant, faithful, reliable, trusted, believed, adhering or true to fact, accurate, faithful. And I said to myself, oh my God, I don't think I understand love is faithful. I don't think I understand the extent to which you love me and to which you are faithful to me. That when you created me, you poured your unfailing love on me. The reason this word has resonated so deeply with me is because I know that I'm not alone. I know that there are many out there who have seen a lot and they've gone through a lot. And the fact that God is speaking the words that are coming out of my mouth that are cutting through your heart and he's saying, I pursue you. I am faithful. I have plans for you, good plans of a hope, of a future. And you look at it and you're struggling to see the elements of life have knocked you down. And you're just struggling to see how is it, God, that you're going to remove me from this mess to that, to that prosperity. And then, and then there are giants. There are giants in this land. I see the fruits. I see the promise, I see it all, but they are giants. They are giants. How will I? How will I? How will I make it? It's intimidating. It's time is gone. I'm old. 
I have no ovaries. I have a medical condition. There's a giant. God is faithful, dear listener. God is faithful. God is faithful. I know this to be true. I'm struggling. I'm in the same boat. I'm struggling to see how God is going to do some things for me. I've received some bad reports. Some reports that have devastated me. They've caused me to believe that God has forgotten or maybe overcommitted. Or maybe, just maybe, he's, he's, you know, he was saying it for my generations to come. Maybe it's not for me. Maybe it's for my children and their children. But God is faithful. This is his nature. This isn't as a result of your belief system. This is not as a result of what you see, what you don't see. This on the promise, God, that you are faithful and you are faithful. And I call on your faithfulness, God of faithfulness. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on my unbelief. Have mercy on my doubt. Help me to see things as you do. Help me to see and understand things as you see them. And not for my glory, but yours. I thank you for I am relieved that you are faithful. And that your words for me are yes and amen. Till next time.
you for tuning in and I hope you can make this space a home for your heart. Mm -hmm.